Catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Thank you so much for joining us here today at Radio Taiwan International. I'm Andrew Ryan coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. Up ahead this hour, we'll have for you Chinese to go. That's a little Chinese lesson for you. Also in Hashtag Taiwan, our show about all things internet related. Uh, Leslie Dow is going to be talking about somebody who was flirting with the president and found himself in hot water, but actually not with the president. Also in status updates, uh, Shirley and Leslie will be uh, reading some listener letters and some Christmas greetings. And uh, Leslie's going to tell us about how he's right in the process of making some bread. But first up today, here in Taiwan. Today is Tuesday, December 24th. It's Christmas Eve, and you're listening to Here in Taiwan on Radio Taiwan International. In the studio today, we have Shirley Lin. Hello. Paula Chow. Hello. And I'm Andrew Ryan. So has everybody been naughty or nice? Nice. <laughs> very good. Oh, Will we get a goody, Christmas goody. present for that? Of course. Wow. Of course. Just you wait. Uh, you guys can stay up overnight and see if uh, Santa Claus comes into the English service office upstairs. <laughs> oh, so it's uh, going to be you, right? Dressed in the Santa outfit. I, I get it. I don't know if I want to be here um, at midnight tonight, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, in today's program, we're going to be talking about uh, three different groups of people who are doing nice things for Christmas to get into the spirit. I'm going to be telling you about how the Puyuma tribe has kicked off its yearly ritual, the Youth Festival, which I witnessed uh, the beginnings of last weekend. Also, the presidential office has wrapped up its overnight stays by foreign guests. And Japanese tourists, they've chosen the same place uh, five years in a row as their top New Year's destination. Where is that? We'll have the answer in today's show. Paula, you're going to get us started, uh, get us, like, I guess, into the Christmas spirit with a trio of stories of nice things that people are doing for Christmas. Right. Uh, one local Christian association invited 30 business groups to send gifts to 7,400 disadvantaged children. Wow. Right. Well, one teacher said, well, um, disadvantaged children, they don't really need anything expensive. Well, even a tiny uh, you know the correction uh, tape mm -hmm. if you give them one correction tape they will be really happy because for children from poor families they can't even afford you know one correction tape sometimes they have to borrow the correction tape from their classmates mm. so but it's good that um, they have prepared a lot of kids for for 7,400 children that's wonderful spreading the warmth of Christmas uh, far and wide you also have a story there about um, some employees from Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Corporation, which is one of the largest computer chip makers in the world. They were doing some nice things for Christmas as well, yeah? Right. Well, some employees, there is, they celebrate Christmas on Monday with physically and mentally challenged children. 
and they went to um, I think it's I think it's a children's home to celebrate Christmas with them. They sang and then danced. They also gave them some presents. That's wonderful. Well, this is not the first time employees have done something like that. Whenever it's a holiday from Children's Day, graduation ceremony, uh, Chinese New Year, or even Christmas, you know, those employees will always you know visit the children's home to celebrate. Those festivals with them. Wonderful. And if you uh, happen to walk through the airports, uh, you might have heard uh, some Christmas caroling thanks to the duty free shop Everrich. Is that right? Right. They actually invited 19 indigenous students to sing psalms at the um, airport at Terminal 2. And the students sang um, Silent Night in English, Mandarin Chinese, and Ataya. Oh, so right. one of the indigenous languages here in Taiwan. I'm guessing those students were probably uh, from the Atayal tribe, yeah? They are from the Atayal tribe. And because their school is located in mountainous areas, they seldom leave um, the, the mountainous area. So they are very happy to visit the, the airport. And actually, um, some airport staff gave uh, 19 students a tour of the, air, of oh, the airport. Oh, fun. That's wonderful. I'm guessing that um, they're probably from Taoyuan or Xinju, which is very close to the airport. Yes, from Taoyuan. Okay. Right. And uh, that's where, uh, I guess, the, the local indigenous people there are the Atayal tribe. So that makes a lot of sense. That sounds fun. It's always nice to see people, even though Taiwan isn't, I mean, we don't really celebrate Christmas officially here in Taiwan, but people, a lot of people will do things uh, for the holidays. A lot of um, shopping malls will have like big Christmas trees up, mm -hmm. um, just spreading the warmth of the season. Any special Christmas plans, uh, Shirley? Um, we're actually having a hot pot. <laughs> hot pot. Are you going to stick anything Christmassy in it? Um, <laughs> that would be kind of hard. <laughs> kind of hard. Very good. That's very un-Christmas. <laughs> well, you know, we have to have our own like celebration of in it, Tommy's right? Tommy's way. Yeah, Tommy's. It's easier to get than a turkey for right. sure. All right, I want to tell you about the uh, Puyuma tribe. Uh, so I actually went down to Taidong yet again this month. It's going to be a big month for me heading to Taidong in southeastern Taiwan. Um, the Puyuma tribe has their annual festival at the end of the year. It's a hunting festival, and they kick it off with the youth festival, which started this year on December 21st. Uh, and basically what they do is they bring kids from throughout the village into each house, and the kids are painted with... Um, I guess, like ink on their bodies, like they, they call it mo shui, but it's really more like kind of um, some sort of war paint, mm -hmm. it looks like. And what then they, color? Uh, dark brown. Oh, okay. Uh, and then they uh, bring in these uh, banana leaves and they rush into each house in the village one by one. And they're, they're brought in there by the older kids, like the junior high and high school kids. And the elementary school kids will rush in there. It's all boys. Mm -hmm. um, and they uh, pound the floor with the leaves uh, and then the people who own the house, the owners of the house, will throw candy at the kids. And the kids will take the candy and they'll take the leaves and then they'll leave the house. They'll run out of the house. And it's to symbolize um, basically taking the bad luck and all the sadness from the village, from each house, and taking it away before the end of the year. Oh, so it's kind of a big start of the whole festival. And then on um, the next day, on Sunday, uh, the 22nd, I saw for the first time, they have a ritual where they have a straw monkey. So it's a monkey made out of straw, not a real monkey. Mm -hmm. I think decades and decades ago, they used a real monkey. But they would do the same thing. They would um, have a ceremony with the monkey, and then they would sacrifice the monkey. And that would be part of taking the sadness out of the village for the year. Mm -hmm. And of course, for the last like 40, 50 years, they haven't used a real monkey because it's pretty cruel yeah. but it's still symbolic 
And then through this whole process, um, all of the young kids become one year older within the tribe. So their rank in the tribe goes up. Uh, and then at the, uh, I think there's maybe three or four different levels for the kids. Uh, and then once they become kind of young adults, then there's three more levels above that. And these uh, next three levels, they're going to go up into the mountains starting this week. And they'll be part of the hunt. They'll learn the uh, different um, things that the Puyuma tribe men uh, need to know in order to be adult. And then at the very end of the week on December 31st, they're going to have a big uh, song and dance. Um, and then the final, uh, the oldest kids will then become young men. And they'll bring all them, uh, all these, these new initiates to each house in the village caroling throughout the night um, from about 7 p.m. December 31st all the way up until sunrise the next day. Wow. Into every single house in the village. And that's like how many houses? That's about, I think, 800 houses. Wow. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a big thing. And you never know when the boys are going to come to your house. So it could be three o'clock in the morning. It could be four o'clock in the morning. It's different every year. Uh, And when they do come, everybody gets up, turns the lights on, opens the front door. You prepared food and drink for them. Uh, They rip off the last page in your calendar. Uh-huh. to start off the new year yeah. uh, and then they wish you a happy new year and move on to the next house oh. so it's a way of showing everyone in the village who these young men are um, that have now become members of the tribe oh, and that gosh. starts off like several days of singing and dancing and it's it's a real big celebration it's a big uh, time of the year for the Puyuma people but the what's, only uh, overnight thing <laughs> stay up the whole night yeah, like yeah, yeah I think it's I mean I don't have the energy to do that <laughs> anymore <laughs> but it's it's fun to to watch and see and it's also really interesting because I think so many of us are really caught up in Christmas and New Year's and Chinese New Year's and Thanksgiving and the elections but for the Puyuma villages this is the most important thing for them at this time of the year like mm-hmm. way beyond everything else so it's just a totally different part of Taiwan that I think a lot of people have ever seen before. I also feel very fortunate to be able to participate in that every year. Okay, Shirley, tell us about what is happening. Who were the last people to stay overnight inside the, well, it's not really inside the presidential office. It's one of the adjoining buildings. Yeah, right, right. So this Spend a Night at Town's Presidential Office Building project has come to an end with a visit by um, these two bloggers from Poland. Yes, so as they are a Polish food and travel bloggers. Uh, I'm just going to say their first name, Lukasz <laughs> and Natalia. Yeah, um, so basically, well, okay, to give a background about this project, um, 10 sets of winners were chosen from 167 pairs of applicants from 33 countries. And starting from October, they were given a free overnight stay each week in the guest room, well, inside a presidential office compound, mm. right? It's an adjacent building. And um, all the participants were really impressed with Taiwan's diverse culture, beautiful environment, tasty food, and friendly people. And um, because as seen in videos and material that they produce after they go back to their home country, mm. right? And so the 10 pairs included... Uh, um, um, internet celebrities from like France, Hungary, India, Japan, South Korea, and Thailand, and of course Poland, and also I think there was also one from Canada, uh, a pair from Canada. And um, according to Lucas and Natalia, who stayed at the complex on December 16, they said the room was really nice, very bright. It was really nice to have so many windows. 
and uh, they spent a really nice time there. The couple manages one of the Pol- one of Poland's top twenty food and travel blogs called Taste Away, and they tried a cup of pearl milk tea. Now this was when they were in Southeast Asia in back in twenty eleven, and when they found out that this drink originated in Taiwan. They contacted suppliers from Taiwan, I guess, wow. and opened their first pearl milk tea shop in Poland. Wow! <laughs> I wonder how it works. Yeah. Uh, is it doing pretty well? Like, are they selling I, well? Well, uh, it doesn't say. But the thing is that it wasn't until last year that they finally had a chance to visit Taiwan. So this time, staying at the presidential office building was his second uh, visit. And um, here, hear this. This is really interesting. Most of the people in their generation have bad memories from a young age because their parents would force them to drink tea with milk. Oh, and they didn't like it. <laughs> and uh, this is from um, Lucas, who is in his late thirties. And uh, but so it was really strange. He was saying strange feeling when they started drinking tea with milk and tapioca balls, and they really had fun. They re- actually like it. Wow! You know? So it kind of <laughs> changed their idea about <laughs> yeah. milk tea, right? I know. So that's really interesting. Um, well, there were a, a, a bit of um, insights from other bloggers here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one from the from Thailand, the vloggers, actually. I'm not going to try their names. Their names are extremely long, and um, they were really impressed by the unwalled presidential office compound. Yeah, we're not. They're, they're, it's, it's not, not walled, walled in. in. Yeah, and so it says that it reflects the openness of Thomas government. That's what they said. Now, Canadian vloggers, Lucas. This is Lucas, L U K A S, and Sabrina. They um, they said that Taiwan is an ultimate travel destination because of its mountains and beaches, affordable and high end food, friendly people, and vibrant culture. And then Yasin, he was saying he was really impressed with Taiwan's efforts to promote gender equality, mm. evidenced in the legalization of same sex marriage. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Very interesting. Actually, I think this is a really smart idea. Whoever came up with this idea should get a bonus because it's basically it's offering um, an opportunity that nobody's ever had before. Right. right. I've never stayed at the presidential office building. No, have you ever visited, though? <laughs> I haven't even been inside it. You haven't. It's oh. not that easy to get inside. You no, have it to, isn't. Only on certain days of the year do they open it up to the public. Yes. Um, you've been inside. I have. Tell really? us all about it. Um, it's been a while ago. Um, I was there with Wesley Holzer, uh-huh. one of our past uh, Yes colleagues. And uh, we actually had a tour of the presidential office building inside. Mm-hmm. We started from the lobby and then we were, they were, we were only led to certain rooms, not every single room and right. corner of you know, the building. But uh, there was one particular room where, actually, where the president receives uh, guests and everything. Mm-hmm. Actually, two rooms. Two rooms. Yeah, you're right. And uh, with some nice... It's been a while with nice paintings on the walls. I believe of horses, I think. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very ornate. I've seen pictures of the inside. Like some of the rooms are very beautifully designed with the, the columns and the, mm-hmm. the molding on, on the roof um, is very beautifully designed. Yeah. It's a Japanese era building. It's 100 years old this year. Uh, which is right. part of the reason why they they wanted to do this. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's at one point when they built the building, it was the tallest building in all of Taiwan. Yeah. I think it's 11 stories tall. Does that sound right? Um, but it's built in the traditional <laughs> um, Japanese style. So it has red bricks and then it has the, yes. the white uh, stone so like stripes. Gray, yeah. Um, yeah. A grayish cement, stone. Grayish cement. Yeah, whatever. Stone stripes, yeah. No wonder. I think they kind of, uh, maybe I think that they kind of repainted or 
it just seems like the red is redder and the gray is like more maybe they bright. sandblasted it probably <laughs> and then i think um and, and in fact it was actually one of my distant relative who uh designed the lighting uh, really? to the presidential office on the outside the new on the outside it's beautiful at nighttime that yeah. when they light it up for special occasions it's yes. really just majestic yeah it dims as it uh i don't know something about when you know it, it kind of changes with the light the daylight to night that kind mm. of thing yeah very nice i saw a video of it and how he was interviewed but it's really this. a smart idea because basically what they did was they held a competition and people had to do videos uh, saying why they wanted to be chosen for this. And oh, then the people who yeah, right, won right, right, right. were all famous people on the internet who In have huge countries. fan bases. Yeah. So it's basically the whole program is, uh, you know, pushing Taiwan and Taiwan tourism to the rest of the world. So I think that the, you know, the, the return on the investment for this um, campaign actually is probably pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the last person I, I read a comment about, Yasin, mm-hmm. he, he himself has 14 million followers. 14, 14 million. million. He's That's famous. a lot. Yeah. I actually followed him before um, he ever came to Taiwan. And I saw he was on the list. And I was like, oh, uh. that's that guy. <laughs> I think you've probably seen him before. You'd okay. recognize him if you saw He does these one minute videos every single day from around the world. Wow. Yeah. And he, he's been <sighs> everywhere, too. Wow. So... No wonder anyway. he has 14 million followers. Right, okay. Exactly. All right. We're going to finish off with a story here um, from Paula. Japanese tourists have chosen the same place five years in a row for their top New Year's destination. I think you can probably guess where it is. Yes, of course, it's Taiwan, <laughs> right, for f- five consecutive years. That's according to a survey done by the uh, the Japanese Travel Association. Um, they said because um, Japanese usually have a very long uh, New Year holiday, nine days. Nine days. From January 1st to 9th. So, oh, wow. so people would go abroad, oh, nice. and Taiwan remains to be the most popular um, destination for overseas trip. That was followed by um, Hawaii. Oh, wow, right. wow, wow. I think people ch- um, choose Taiwan is because Taiwan is closer to Japan and the weather is warmer mm-hmm. and then everything is affordable. So It's cheaper here right. for Japanese yen, goes a long mm-hmm. way. And also a lot of people, a lot of older people here in Taiwan speak Japanese. Right, mm-hmm. there's some connection. Yeah, right. for sure, because uh, Taiwan used to be a Japanese colony in the first half of the uh, 20th century. So that makes it uh, kind of an easy place for them to go. A lot of things are written in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Taiwan, they can read the kanji, like the, mm-hmm. the, the, the traditional characters here yeah. in Taiwan, I think are easy for Japanese to read. Um, and it's close. It's only like, what, three or four hours away yeah. by plane? About four hours from About Tokyo, hours. Right. that is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, and, uh, you know, they can come and see the, uh, the fireworks on the Taipei 101, which is iconic. Yeah, uh, it makes sense. Uh, so they'll, they'll they have nine days off. That's amazing. I wish we had nine days off. We don't. Yeah, really. We have one day off for New Year's, <laughs> but uh, Lunar New Year holiday is just around the corner, so we can't complain too much. I guess so. So that's it for today's here in Taiwan. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, be sure to email us at rti at rti.org.tw with any questions or comments. And join us every weekday for a fresh episode of Here in Taiwan. For Here in Taiwan, I'm Andrew Ryan. I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Paula Chow. Stay tuned for more on RTI. Thank <laughs> you.
Chinese go. Real Chinese for real people. Dig in. Welcome to Chinese to Go, the program where you learn authentic Chinese, the Chinese that we use in real life in Taiwan. Christmas is just around the corner. Merry Christmas! Let's listen to a conversation. Christmas is just around the corner. How are you going to celebrate? 因为我不是基督徒。I don't really celebrate Christmas because I'm not a Christian. 不是基督徒也可以过啊,享受一下欢乐的气氛嘛。You can celebrate Christmas even if you're not a Christian. Why not enjoy the festive atmosphere? 说的也是,那我们一起过圣诞夜,吃圣诞大餐吧。Well, when you put it that way, then let's spend Christmas Eve and have Christmas Eve dinner together. 我们去买棵圣诞树,交换一下圣诞礼物,顺便去教堂看看。Let's get a Christmas tree, exchange Christmas presents, and check out events at church while we are at it. 太麻烦了,我看还是以吃为主吧,礼物就不要买了。What a pain, let's focus on food and forget about presents. Now let's begin with the first sentence. 圣诞节就要到了,你要怎么庆祝? 圣诞节,Christmas. 就要到了,到, to arrive. Here it means Christmas is just around the corner. 你要怎么庆祝? 你, you. 怎么, how, in what way? 庆祝, to celebrate. How are you going to celebrate? 我没有过圣诞节的习惯,因为我不是基督徒。我, I, 没有, without, no, don't. 习惯, habit. Literally, it means I'm not in the habit of celebrating Christmas. But the real meaning is I don't really celebrate Christmas. 因为我不是基督徒。因为, because, 基督徒, Christian. 因为我不是基督徒, because I'm not a Christian. 不是基督徒也可以过啊。不是基督徒, even if you're not a Christian. 也可以过啊, you can celebrate Christmas. Here, the Chinese word 过 means to celebrate. 享受一下欢乐的气氛嘛。享受, to enjoy. 欢乐, happy, festive. 气氛, atmosphere. Why not enjoy the festive atmosphere? 说的也是,那我们一起过圣诞夜,吃圣诞大餐吧。说, to say, to talk, 是。means true, yes, or right. But here it means, well, when you put it that way. 那我们一起过圣诞夜,那, then, 我们, we, as, 一起, together, 过, to celebrate. 圣诞夜, Christmas Eve, 吃圣诞大餐吧。吃, to eat. 圣诞大餐, 大餐 means a big meal. Here it means, Christmas Eve dinner. 我们去买棵圣诞树,交换一下圣诞礼物,顺便去教堂看看。我们,we, to, to go, 买, to buy. 圣诞树, a Christmas tree. 树, a tree. 棵, is a measure word to describe a tree. 交换一下圣诞礼物, 
交换 to exchange. 圣诞礼物 Christmas present. 礼物 present. 顺便去教堂看看。顺便 by the way, or why you are at it. 去 to go. 教堂 church. 看看 can means to watch to look, but here it means to check out. Check out events at church while we are at it. 太麻烦了，我看还是以吃为主吧。礼物就不要买了。What a pain! Let's focus on food and forget about presents. 太麻烦了，太麻烦了。What a pain! 麻烦 can be used as a verb. 麻烦 means to trouble someone. 我看还是以吃为主吧。Can means to see, to watch, but here it means I think. Or in my opinion, 吃 means to eat. 主 here it means to focus. 以吃为主吧 To focus on food, 礼物就不要买了礼物 presents. 买 to buy, 不要 don't. 礼物就不要买了 Forget about presents. Welcome to hashtag Taiwan, where this week we'll be talking about a popular Taiwanese YouTuber who cut his ties with China. All that and more coming up next on hashtag Taiwan. This week on hashtag Taiwan, dating. Now, guys, <laughs> like most other things, I tend to fail miserably at, and I'm saying like crash and burn fail. Oh, Leslie! I like to leave it to people who know exactly what they're doing. Like this guy, his name is Potter, and I got a video for you. 总统就是你知道，现场很多人都喜欢你，有些甚至会把你当成偶像。但是我没有，我没有把你当成偶像，我把你当成我的结婚对象。He's good, isn't he? He's very funny. Pretty good. I love that. His name is Potter King, and he's a very popular YouTuber here in Taiwan. His videos focus on dating advice, and you gotta admit he's pretty good. He gets a rise out of President Tsai Ing-wen, <laughs> who I usually see as a very stoic and reserved kind of person. Now, leading up to the election, President Tsai has been making a lot of social media videos with popular internet celebrities here in Taiwan. Potter King is one of these guys. Now, Potter King is also very, very popular in China, and as you might imagine, authorities there were not very happy about a famous internet figure. Appearing in a video with the president of Taiwan.、Mm. Now, usually on hashtag Taiwan, I like to give you the abridged version of any story, but we have a very special opportunity here because Potter King actually publicly released his conversation with an agency that represents him in China called PoppyTube. Now, I've translated the conversation for you, and the text in white is PoppyTube, and the text in green is Potter's company. Now, take a look. When one of the representatives from the agency saw the video, they said, "Potter, Taiwan president, can you delete the video? Do you think this is okay because the video is not on Weibo? Weibo being the huge Chinese social media website." He says, "Are you endorsing Taiwanese independence? Get back to us once you see this." Now, Potter, being a very snarky person, said, 
if Xi Jinping wants to do a video with me, I'd do that too. The agency gets back to him and says, "Potter, the problem is with Taiwan president." They keep going and they say, "You need to delete this immediately. This is very serious. This video, we're going to have to terminate our contract." Now, Potter's partner Mars actually chimes in and he says, "Go ahead, terminate the contract." And they say, "Hmm, please delete it." He goes on to say, "I will ask you one more time: Will you delete it?" Asking for confirmation whether or not they will delete the video in question. To which Mars says, "Not a chance." What right do you have to tell us to delete our video? Our head of state visits us, and you want us to delete it? Does our contract forbid us from taking pictures with Taiwan's president? Are you really that afraid? Is it really that scary over there in China? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So let's review. The big problem here is with more than anything calling Tsai a Taiwan president. Now. Potter also says that our Weibo account, with over one million followers, has been seized. We operated it ourselves, and now the password has been changed. We cannot log in.、Wow. Now, the more interesting thing here is KMT presidential candidate Han Guoyu actually came out in support of Potter King. He actually said that Chinese companies should not penalize Taiwanese individuals in this way, and that economic matters and political matters should stay separated. That's interesting. He's more of a pro-China candidate,、mm-hmm. so it's interesting to see that you know him protecting the the rights of of Taiwanese netizens. Well, I、yeah. think it's for his image because I think most of the people in Taiwan would side with Potter King to have、yeah. the freedom of speech, right? Yeah. Well, thanks, Leslie, and that is hashtag Taiwan for this week. Leave a comment below. We would love to hear from you. This, This is status, status update. update. Welcome to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm Leslie Liao, sitting in for John Van Trieste. Yes, he's on vacation in the States、That's、and、right. uh, spending Christmas there and、uh, not coming back till the New Year. But anyway, yes, this is a program where we get to your letters and we read your letters. We always love to hear from you what you have to say about all the programs you hear on Radio Taiwan International. But before we do that, we're going to have a little bit of chat,、um, update our own personal status here. Yeah.、Um, I I believe that Leslie, you've been cooking away or、um, baking away rather, and I'm amazed. You're you're good. I think you're better off as a cook than I am. Um. And a baker. It's more about just trying to be productive with your time. I mean, you can only spend so much time in front of the TV. Good. Before <laughs>、yeah. you think you should really teach yourself some new essential skills. It's a, I don't even know. I didn't even bake the bread. I just prepared a dough. Yeah, you're saying it's the first time preparing a dough or、mm-hmm. baking bread. Yeah, so you have yeah, to. Yeah, why, why did you decide to do that? Well,、um, I miss I miss a certain dish in the states. It's a, it's it's called garlic knots actually, and the little knots of dough like brushed with garlic、uh, butter, and you can find them in pizzerias all throughout America. You just can't find them in the state、uh, in Taiwan.、Uh-huh. So I was just like, I'm really craving that right now. So yeah, sure, I'll make it myself. Oh, because there's no place you can go get it. Yeah, so I was just craving them, and I just thought about it. And there's no place you can go get it, so you got to. This is the mat. This is about taking matters into your own hands. Is well, more than anything. You know, they do have a brand of、uh, garlic butter, I guess.、Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is that green bottle, the green cap?、Mm-hmm. I mean, not green bottle. It's a, it's a, it's a transparent bottle, but with a green cap. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know the brand. No. Oh, yeah, you can find it almost at every. Um, supermarket,、uh-huh. not the frozen section, but the oh yeah,、section. they probably do, huh? Yeah. Well, garlic butter, butter is not the hardest part. It was just about making the dough because I was researching it online, and you have to do this 24 hours in advance because、mm-hmm. you have to let the dough set, and then it's it's completely different from cooking. 
because cooking is about having the ingredients and then doing what you need to do. But this requires a lot more forethought and a lot more preparation. Yeah. Well, I hope it turns out good. I hope so too. Because you haven't started baking, but let us know、uh, how it turns out. Indeed, I will. So, what you're gonna you're gonna be eating a whole loaf of bread by yourself? No, 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 no. I'm gonna put it around, and um, I'm gonna try and bring some into the office. See what yeah, you guys. Yeah, that's what、think. I wanted to hear. There you go. <laughs> wow. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Wow. Can't wait. All right. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think this、uh, bread making thing is really catching on in Taiwan.、Um, and there are these bread bread. What is it? Um, making machines? No, no, no.、Um, yeah, I don't know what they are. I, I don't have one. See,、so yeah. I don't even know how to say it. But、um, like this kneading dough kind of machine too.、Um, But I mean, in home for you know, it's a home appliance. Yeah, it's not yeah. one of those big ones. And and also, yeah, they they call it bread making machine or something like that. Well, the bread making machine make, makes the loaf of bread directly. There are like dough kneaders. The、uh, those are dough hooks. Okay, so they're two separate things. Yeah. And、okay. I wish I had a dough hook actually, because I had to knead everything by hand. Yeah. And that took a long time. That took a lot out of me. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why you've been working out lately. <laughs> well, yeah, just to make sure I have the power to knead the dough into submission. All right. Okay. Well, can't wait to taste it. Anyway, let's get to our listeners letters. What do、All、you say?、Right. Sure. Okay. So we always love to hear from you and just you know what you have to say about our program. So please continue to write us. Our address is PO Box one two three dash one nine nine Taipei Taiwan.、Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna write us by email, it would be RTI at RTI dot org dot TW. But we also love your Facebook comments as well as your YouTube comments. Okay. All right. This first letter is coming to us from Tim Braille of Malaysia. And it says here,、uh, well, in brackets, warm greetings because I can't say that in Malaysian.、Um, from Malaysia, and thank you for the 108th National Day souvenir and QSL card. Well, no problem. You're most welcome. So he was listening in on December 11th at 15320 kilohertz. Simple rating was 55544. Excellent, ex-、uh, excellent reception despite minor fading. And he listened to here in Taiwan where we reported on the. Uh, the government's healthcare for its elderly citizens affected by pollution and cold weather. Another report dealt with the annual lucky draw and the giveaways from household electrical for household electrical appliances, I guess,、um, to noodles,、uh, depending on the region of Taiwan. Natalie So was one of the show's hosts, and then there was、um, Chinese to Go, a free Chinese lesson for you. On the lexicon used in conversational Chinese to describe the weather,、uh, hashtag Tom was featuring a report on a disgruntled Chinese admirer who himself is Lady Gaga China, and who ranted about Lady Gaga's recent support for Taiwanese activists. Yeah, that was my、uh, that was my hashtag Taiwan. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. All right. Thank you. And then also、uh, he tuned into Status Update hosted by me and John Ventrias. He was here. And、uh, talked about Taiwan's flu and cold season, along with the national inoculation policy for its elderly citizens. This and similar current events in Taiwan was woven in between letters and emails from RTL listeners in Latvia, Singapore, India, Italy, and USA. Great. Well, thank you so much for the details. Again, that was coming to us from Tim Braille of Malaysia. How exciting! All right, I have one here from Roger Tidy, who resides in London, England. Wow. We got we get some. I'm always just so amazed where our listeners come from. Yeah. Um. They come from all over the place, right? Yeah, they、uh, do. Even though we stop transmission to places like North America, and they're still getting it. I yeah. Guess, I suppose. Um. Well, Roger Tidy says hello again. First, I want to thank you for the 2020 RTI calendar that the postman dropped through my letterbox this week. 
My wife and I enjoyed looking at the mouth-watering pictures of Taiwanese food. Is that what the new 2020? Yes. I haven't seen those yet. Yeah, you have to have a look. I know the QSL cards that have uh, little snacks, like snack cakes and stuff like that. Oh. I didn't know the QSL card doubled down. I mean, the, the, the calendar, calendar doubled down and went for uh, Taiwanese cuisine. They said, I've heard from many sources that Taiwan is a food paradise. Well, Mr. Tidy, your sources are quite reliable on that. I will say that. <laughs> Now, here's my latest report, which is for your programs of Saturday 14th of December. He says, program heard is Taiwan by number, Curious John, Lights Camera Asia, Feast Meets West. And he says, um, comments, here we go. My favorite program today was Curious John, which I featured an interview with a longstanding Indonesian resident of Taiwan who works for RTI's Indonesian service. The interviewee, Tony Thompson. Uh, spoke about the changes that have occurred since he first came to Taiwan as a result of the problems faced at the time by Indonesia's Chinese population. It was fascinating to hear from the speaker that even poorly educated Indonesian workers who stayed in Taiwan for three or more years can earn enough to be considered middle class when they return their to their home country. Your guest, moreover, spoke in English, which helped make the program come alive and which, to me, is preferable to hearing an English translation. I also like the Indonesian background music that accompanies the interview. Wow, I, it's, it's John's show. Always delves into a lot of interesting topics, huh? Sure. You never know. Next is Lights, Camera, Asia. The subject of Jake's feature this time was the film Infernal Affairs. Very good movie. Which tells the cat and mouse story of a group of Hong Kong gangsters who have been infiltrated by a police mole, but who in turn has, has a former informer working for them in the local police. Jake unfolded the storyline very well in a manner that made the film come alive and which kept me focused on his narration from the beginning of the feature right, th right through to the end. Have you seen that movie, Shirley, huh? Infernal Affairs? Um, Chinese is I Wu Jiantao. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think, yes, It's I a have. very, very, very popular movie. Yeah. Actually, there was, a, um, there was a, an American remake by Martin Scorsese called The Departed. Oh, and I think I should have seen that too. Mm -hmm. It that, sounds familiar. Leonardo okay. DiCaprio and I think uh, Matt Damon was. Mark Wahlberg was in that one. Oh wow! Very interesting movie. All right. Moving on, Feast Meets West. This week's edition focused on words connected with the family name Lin, which is your family name, Shirley. Mm -hmm. I was especially interested in the section dealing with the Lin Family Store, otherwise known as the Hayashi Store, which was the first supermarket in Taiwan. In parentheses, Mr. Tidy says, I believe John has also done a feature on this store in one of his programs as the subject was familiar to me. And uh, last one is Taiwan by number. He says, I think there's a pro problem with this program and that it's made as part of a television production and has happened today as reference to, uh, to video clips that radio listeners are obviously not able to see. Um, well, we're really sorry about that. It's just... Mm -hmm. The nature of the Taiwan Insider program, but that's not to say there's a lot of good information and good news coming out of that that program. Um, and Mr. Tidy closes out by saying all of the above programs were heard on the internet and their sound quality was excellent. Oh, so th that's why there's no Sinpo rating or no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Antenna, best wishes, Roger Tidy. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, I have an email here from Reginaldo Anunciacio. I don't know how to say the name, but anyway, sorry, I'm probably saying it wrong from the way John is doing it. He, he does it perfectly. Uh, anyway, so um, yes, Reginaldo is writing from Brazil, and it says here, I think he does it on December 12th. 
It says hello, how are you? Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you too. Or Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you too. And thank you very much for a beautiful QSL card. No problem. And、uh, we、we'll、listen to your interval signal and identifications with news and informations about Taiwan and the region.、Uh, your excellent segments in English language and programs here in Taiwan, like here in Taiwan Chinese to go, hashtag Taiwan status update, are all great. Also, I like very much your traditional Taiwanese songs and interviews and reports about pop music in Taiwan. Taiwan is a wonderful country、uh, for its traditions, culture, and music. So, oh, so I'm sorry. He listened on December 11th. It was at 15320 kilohertz,、mm. and、uh, simple rating was 44433. All right. Well, thank you very much. That was again Reginaldo Anunciacio of Brazil,、mm. and I believe you got a couple of、uh, seasonal greetings from our other listeners. Well, it's just always nice to、uh, see what people are saying on the internet, and we do have the RTI uh, uh, English Facebook page. Where we, you know, publish a lot of news stories, and one of the news stories actually surely is yours, which got a lot of attention. It was the、uh, the New Year's card by the presidential office, right? And a lot of people took that opportunity to wish us Happy New Years and、uh, Merry Christmas.、Uh, and I just want to read off some of the names that have said hello, just to acknowledge that we've received the message.、Uh, we have M Jamal Ahmed Suborno, Mafuzur Rahman, Global Foundation Go. Aparna Chatterjee, Mubashir Hussein Ashir, Habib Ur Rahman Sehal, Rashid Naz, Shan Kar Prasad Shambu, Sidaratha Bhattacharji,、uh, Habib Ur Rahman Sehal, and Kanchan K R Chatterjee. Well, all right. Well, you did well with those names. I practiced. <laughs> okay.、Uh, but uh, Mary, uh, thank you for your、uh, New Year's greetings, guys, and. Happy New Year to you too! Right, and by the way, the video actually featured the、um, you know the car、uh, you know from the presidential office with the rat on、mm. the cover because it's going to be the year of the rat、uh, when the Chinese New Year rings in, and、um, yeah, so very very nice, very interesting.、Uh, sort of a coral colored coral red background with these、uh, gold lettering,、mm. and、uh, it, there was actually a phrase that says "sui su er" using the character for rat. Uh, to mean like you know one of the best or the 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 best I think、um, yeah yeah the top yeah at the top or whatever, <laughs> all right and I believe you also have another letter uh, uh, Leslie um yeah we have a letter from a listener from the Philippines Alan Phoenix the reception they listened on December twenty second twenty nineteen on Sunday and、uh, they were using a Grundig G six with telescopic real antennas they listened in at one five three twenty kilohertz. And、uh, they were just talking about how、uh, they were using wedding,、uh, using drones to take wedding pictures and things like that. It's not very comprehensive. They don't have the show names, but they 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 left a huge、uh, letter here talking about the content that they listened to. They also had、uh, Feast Meets West as well. And、uh, did we have a, a tour of students in RTI English? Uh, as a video, you mean? Or、uh, or as a story? Or or as a story? Because、hmm, they they heard about、recall. that too. Okay. Chinese students came to RTI. It was the Chinese program school, and lots of Chinese students who、uh, come to come to study in Taiwan、uh, for the summer and stuff like that. And they said that the school was founded in 1962, and American、uh, students joined the program in 1997, and this expanded to Beijing, Australia, New Zealand. Okay. Any idea? Any? No, no? not、okay. not not me. But.、Yeah. Um, and then they went into very much detail about the Feast Meets West episodes they listened to. Uh, talking about glutinous rice and、uh, 
century eggs, whole fish. I think they were talking more about anything the New Year's, what we eat over during uh, Lunar New Year. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your letters. Uh, we always love to get them and read them on air, just what you think about our program. So keep those letters coming. We always want to hear from you. And do let us know, you know, if anything is going on that's exciting about um, in, in your country and uh, what you're looking for in the new year. We'd love to hear that, to hear that too. So keep those letters coming. Again, our address is PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And you can always leave us comments on our Facebook and YouTube channel. So that would be wonderful. But uh, until next week, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm Leslie Liao sitting for John Van Trieste. See you next week. And now have a listen to a song by Li Ronghao. This song is called Ma Chue, Sparrow.
Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6180 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6180 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.